tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Hey, you guys. Thank you for joining us for another House of DVF After Buzz show. It's season one, episode seven, and the title is All is Fair in War and Fashion. See, that's why that was that's the song. That's the song. I'm your host, Christina Zias, and joining me tonight are these two lovely ladies. Hello, everyone. I am Tiana Hobson. Hey, everyone. I'm Teresa Law. And there's three hosts because, well, tonight we find out there's down to three girls, so. Oh, so we're eliminating our host as we go to. So next week, there's going to be no one here. One, two, two. There's going to be two. Right. Yeah. We're done uh, in the final two. Okay, but this was a really good episode. Another one. I feel like a, a lot actually happened in it. Yeah. And we start off by having Brittany at Diane's beautiful house, like having tea. I feel like Diane looked kind of naked in this part of the episode, she too. She had her leg out and like just, she, like, sprawled on that couch, like, come oh. hither, look Yeah. Her. It's weird, but I feel like she's, like, a sexy older woman, and it's not like she's provocative at all, but there's just something so fabulous about her that you just can't help but be attracted. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Like, even, like, sometimes I'm like, I love her hair. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, but anyways, okay, so we predicted that Brittany wouldn't be going home. Yeah. And, and we're then, right. And then I will say this, too. E! Online totally blew it. And they released an article about, like, five times, five of Britney's, like, bitchiest lines or something like that. And Britney actually retweeted it out. So I read it. And the last one, it's, like, talking about something that was said in tonight's episode. This oh, was really? like <laughs> This was, like, last week before the episode even away. aired. And it's, and they're like, so she sits down at Diane's house with her. And then later on in the episode, when she's back in the city, because she didn't get eliminated, I was like, oh. Oh, they said that? Yeah, I was like, oh, you just revealed that she did not get eliminated. That's that's Before funny. the audience actually oh. knew she didn't get eliminated. Spoiler alert. Way to go. This was like the Walking Dead fiasco, you know? Like, someone oh. clearly screwed up, and clearly this is the biggest deal as Walking Dead. <laughs> same so, it's the same scale. I'm not being dramatic at all. <laughs> I mean, we we kind of knew that yeah. was going to happen, though, right? Yeah, we knew she wasn't going home. I wish they showed a little bit more of their meeting together. But I guess it was nice. I, I mean, I guess Diane just wanted... To, like, have some one-on-one time with her to see, like, what's this girl's deal and why do people think she's a bitch? Right. I mean, they she's heard stories from Jessica and Stephanie about Britney's behavior, and she wanted to address that head-on. And so she asked her, you know, what's this dark side about you that I hear about? And we learned that she's been in an abusive relationship, and so she gets defensive when people, when she feels like people are attacking her. I saw something that Kier actually tweeted, and she's like, Brittany said it so well. I was, like, in a, an abusive relationship, too, with all of my high school. Like, um, <laughs> So it was kind of like a, a cop-out way of yeah, getting out of that. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
take that how you want to take it. But that's what happened. So obviously, Brittany doesn't get eliminated. And she comes back to the city with super exciting news for the girls. Because they have an in-style <laughs> magazine shoot. And obviously, no one was happy to see her. No, <laughs> no um, those girls wanted her gone. Yes. I think Kier was the only one who said, like, I knew you weren't going home. Amanda clearly wanted her out. And Lenore... She's speculated. She's just, she's yeah. just like so silly. How so can you not love? All the time. Yeah, she's so nice. I feel like as spoiler alert, Lenore went home. But I feel like as soon as she went home, like the episode got so mean. It like, did, right? Like she was the breath of fresh air. She was the energy, like the happiness in the group. So. What did you guys think about how Brittany didn't tell the girls what went on in that meeting with TVF? Do you think that was a good strategic move? Yes. Yes, and I don't I agreed with her that it was really none of their business because no one else came back from their one-on-one time with DVF and told everyone what happened and exactly what they talked about. And if they did say something, they embellished the truth a lot sure. to be like, "Oh yeah, you know, it was so great meeting." Like everyone does that because you don't want people to know your faults. Right. Exactly. It's still a competition. That's what I was going to say because that conversation was very much about her weakness. So yeah. It's not a smart move to tell the girls to about go that. tell them. Yeah, I, I agree too. I feel like cuz then they would have had something to like eat at her. You know, right. like to pick on Britney Forb. When they all know she's a damn good competitor and might just win. So yeah. she doesn't need to give them a reason to take her down. Um, okay, so the girls have the InStyle magazine shoot where they get to pick a total DVF look. Um, and then they're going to be photographed in it. And then they have a private, well, it wasn't really private, but they have an interview as well for the magazine. So the girls did pretty well with their styling. Like, I feel... Everyone did well except for Lenore. She struggled oh, a little Lenore. bit. And I just feel bad because I think Lenore already has it in her head. Like, if, she's, like, set up to fail because everyone keeps talking about how bad her style is and that she has no taste. It was, like, kind of a theme of the season. And first off, like, how are we going to talk about, like, Diane doesn't want people who are, like, bitchy on her team, but I feel like she needs to, like, really look at Jessica Joffe and do something about this. Because <laughs> Jessica Joffe is a bully. Especially with Lenore during the styling yeah. challenge. She was so mean to her. She was. And it wasn't even like, she doesn't offer any advice. It's just like criticism. Right. She said that Lenore's outfit looked like a clown outfit. Right. I mean, how does that help anyone? And it didn't. I mean, like maybe it wasn't the, the right thing to wear. But I think she looks super hot in that black dress the first thing she came out in. Yeah, I think everyone just has their own different coaching styles, and Jessica's style is just to tell you what's wrong, but wait for you to come up with the answer, because as much as I wanted her to help Lenore, I also understood that this is a competition, and she's trying to see how these girls think and how they would actually do it, because in the real world, if they have this job, Jessica wouldn't be there to hold their hand through it. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, you sure you're done with that? Are you positive? Like, she's trying to get the best out of them. Just sometimes, I think, with her deadpan face and stuff, it comes off a little bitchy. bitchy. Yeah. No, I guess I know what you mean. Like, if <clears throat> Lenore is going to win and represent the brand, she has to get dressed in DVF every single day. So if she can't style one look right now for herself, you know, it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But I wish she, along with her bitchy comments, was like, 
you know, normally you don't pair this type of cardigan with the shirt underneath because of this. So at least she's teaching her something at the same time. Yeah, I wish that they, like, I mean, not to jump ahead too much, but, you know, with the Nordstrom thing, they had a coaching session. So that it wasn't just you're in there with the Bulldogs. Like, they had a session for coaching and where you can critique and help. And I think in this situation, right. they haven't had a sit-down styling session where it's like, okay, this is the reasons why we don't do this. I think they just are assuming the girls already know the rules of fashion and can put it together themselves. So maybe if they did have a separate coaching session, because in that space, it's not the time for her to be teaching Lenore these things. I wonder if that was dependent on who was running that that session because Stephanie was the one who did the coaching on that and I think she ran it so effectively the girls would go up do their thing and then she would come in and say here's what you need to work on what you need to highlight so I wonder if it just depends on who's running the show that's the way Jessica decided to do it maybe but I mean it came out pretty well the photos look good I don't know if any of you guys read the articles or not I've just seen like glimpses from Twitter and Instagram but they seemed really cute and they all had like their own little suggestions and everything I guess the only person... I mean, I thought all the photos looked great, but while they were doing the shoot, again, Lenore seemed to be struggling a little bit. And it just sucks for Lenore that, of course, as soon as it's her turn to go, Diane walks in. Because uh, it's just yeah. like, you yeah. know, like, just not her luck. Didn't that happen with the interview, too? Yeah. Pretty much, like Right yeah. when they got to, like, a Lenore question, all of a sudden, here comes DPF in the room. Exactly. She wasn't getting You can see Lenore really, like take back by that because you could see just she's very like expressive so yeah I think immediately you could tell that she was rattled and I feel like Amanda keeps skating by because well one I didn't think the flash tattoos were that big of a deal I don't know about you guys I didn't think it was that big of a deal but as soon as I found out I was going to a photo shoot I would have gone in my bathroom got like an alcohol swab or you know whatever and like taken it off or once you got to the photo shoot and you realize it was a big deal because Jessica said something right away then you go and take them off yeah I mean how often are you going to be in 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 style you know you should get it right otherwise you're going to be looking back on these pictures and you're like like wearing flash tattoos that's true too it was great advertising for the brand, though, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope Amanda or someone got paid for that because <laughs> I'm sure, like, so many people went on and ordered flash tattoos after them. I know I love them. Um, so they have, and then Amanda, I feel like, skated by totally in their personal interviews, too, because she was asked the question about the campaign. And I can kind of see what they mean by when they say, like, she's a little young because she does seem a little young sometimes too yeah I think there are moments when that comes out and I think she needs to learn how to assert herself I think we've seen that especially in this episode so she is taking the constructive criticisms to heart and making an effort to change it how do you think she handled the question that was asked (laughs) you're like like chuckling because I mean me as someone who also knew nothing about the brand. Yeah. I didn't find out until 15 minutes later in the episode that, that they were talking, they were talking about, a about a model and not the fashion line. Right. That Do was I, a tough question. It was a tough question, but if that's the job that I want, I'm going to know all about all it. All about the brand and stuff. So I get, but it's also, it goes back to the first episode with the whole phone situation. 
um, with my girl, what's her face? Tiffany. Tiffany. Um, you know, do I think that someone could have get, reached out and given her a bit of an olive branch to help her out with that question? Yes. It's a competition, though, so I see why they want to set her up for failure. But ultimately, your interview is also going to fail if you're not there to pick up the pieces for her. Totally. Like, someone could have been like, oh, you know what? I think what she's meaning is this, instead of all just like, mm, girl, you done did it now. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so. We saw some of that from Kier after Amanda answered that question. Or didn't she answer didn't. it. <laughs> What, that she tried to help her out or that? No, I think she chimed in and it was very much like, you know, this was the current campaign. Like, why don't you know it? Yeah, she did. Yeah, but it calling her like, out in that way in front of the interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, that's not cool. Like, while the interview is still going on, the tape recorder is still recording. There's another way to say that, that without mm-hmm. saying those words. Right, because she wouldn't tell her what it was. She just told her what it wasn't yeah. to, like, kind of make her look bad. It's our current campaign, so I'm thinking the same thing as, you know, Amanda. Oh, they're talking about the clothes mm. themselves, not a person. Oops. Oops. Oopsie. I think for me, my favorite part of this was when Lenore was talking about working at the bakery. Aww. And, like, I just feel bad for making fun of her. And it just, like, she's so Bless sweet. Her heart. It was just... I think she said something about, like, having a really diverse background. And I wish she just didn't start it with that. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, okay, what's your diverse background? And she said she's worked at a bakery for 15 years. And I feel like that's not... Definitely not the experience that they wanted to hear. Right. And then Violet, when she was telling DVF about how the girls did, she said, well, (coughs) Lenore really highlighted the fact that she has little experience in fashion. Right. Mm -hmm. Which ultimately hurt her in the end. Right. But she's so sweet. And I want to, I kind of want to see the ending of that answer because, you know, they just stop her at the bakery stuff. So you so, think there could have been more? I mean, there could have been more, but, like, I just want to know where she thought she was going with it. Because I get You say a diverse background. So I started off in a bakery where I was, you know, crafting, you know, these gorgeous cakes and designing them and making them pretty. And it's like, oh, and then I started doing it on paper to close and, like, the transformation Tiana, of, that from the not, bakery that into, That was not like, where Lenore was going with it. Like, <laughs> but it could have been. Yeah, but it wasn't. Like... <laughs> I get what you're saying, but no. No, because I'm like, if you say a diverse background and you're like, I started off in a bakery and now you're designing fat, you're like yeah. in a competition for a fashion show. I want to know what made you go from like at the bakery to there. But I guess. I mean, I no, because all she really <laughs> talked about, she did say like, that's why she's such a good people person. She could have highlighted it in those couple of minutes. Her, like, yeah. cake decorating but skills. Does yeah, she have that. any fashion experience from what we know? I don't think so. I don't think so I don't either. Think so. I mean, she asked her if she's ever worked in fashion, right? And she said no. Yeah. I mean, but there's still a way to kind of get that, you know, across. Right. The bakery thing could have worked is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're it's, going. It's like in a job interview when they, you know, ask you a question and you're like, I have no idea where I'm going with this answer, but I'm going to pull something out of my right. butt and it's going to be magical. Yeah. It just, just it just never got time. to the magical part. Poor Lenore. So, I mean, we obviously see her go home. And it's always interesting when Diane calls a girl in for a meeting. Yeah. So she's eliminated girls in all different ways, for sure, and all different times, and all like there's that's what actually something I really like about the show, you know, it's not you just never know. And can we 
really think about it, it was probably only what, like the day after Brittany had just gotten called for yeah. her meeting because yeah. Brittany got back and told them that they, they were going. None of the girls had seen Brittany. So it was either the same day or the next day. The next day. That probably. they met up and then they go straight to the in-style thing and then she goes straight to the car with Diane and, and goes then home. goes home. So that, I mean, two meetings in within a two day span. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. We but are winding down. One episode winding, left. We're winding down. And I will say that Lenore did tweet out right before the episode aired on Sunday and just said something is very discreet about like, I have a lot to say about tonight's episode or something like, like very that. very cryptic on Yeah, that. and I was like, oh, Lenore's going home. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, like, I just saw it and I was like, oh, man, she's going to be the one to go home. I really liked Lenore, but I do think it was the appropriate choice. Like, I feel like out of the four that were left, she does have the least amount of experience. And yeah, maybe she's really nice, but she just didn't necessarily seem like the brand ambassador. But I mean, Care only just runs a blog. Like, that's not hard. Anyone, <laughs> can, Amanda. Have, anyone can have a blog. <laughs> Amanda was... Okay. <laughs> do you want to get into Amanda really quickly and then yeah, we can talk about it. the dress? This is my issue with Amanda. Is he, Well, first of all... Okay, let's... I'm going in order. Screw this. Okay, so <laughs> they find out that they're going to pitch the dresses that they, they designed, right? And while they're doing this, Jessica calls Amanda in to have a meeting with her. And I don't know why Jessica's so obsessed with Amanda. I really, like, I don't get it because I understand what Brittany and Kay are saying. I feel like we all talked about how both of them have excelled in certain competitions and do seem to seem like they could be really great brand ambassadors. But I do agree. I feel like Amanda is kind of just skating by. Like, there's nothing that she's done that seems fantastic. We didn't remember who she was for the first, like, two we, or three episodes. Yeah, it she made no impression at all. to get her to stick. Yeah, and I think she's been kind of overdoing it with, like, emphasizing constantly, like, I've had three corporate internships and, you know, I have the most experience, but we also need to see you in action on these challenges Absolutely. and really stand out. Like, I mean, they talk, like, in the first, um... I think it was the first episode when Tiffany, like, with the whole phone situation, like, you brought up, like, her phone wasn't working and kind of ruined it. Like, well, how about when they were going to the Hamptons, like, she was in charge of, like, getting them there, and, like, she didn't really do that well, or, like, timely, at least. And I feel like she didn't really get blamed for that because that incident happened with Brittany and Jessica, so all the attention went to that. Like, I feel like she's just totally skating by. And so for Jessica, who seems to be, like, the ultimate, like, big red mean girl, is... (laughs) Big red. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, She, like, to have her sit down and be like, you're my favorite. It's just, I couldn't even believe that she would even say that. I thought that was very unprofessional to tell someone that you're the favorite when they're in a job interview process with three with two other people and i think that jessica is only telling her this because jessica does not like here or, or Brittany. Brittany. Mm-hmm. so she's just like hey i don't like the other two so i like this one so she's kind of like helping her which i guess we all get help to get jobs sometimes you know if you know someone at the company but in in this aspect i just felt like it was very unprofessional for her to you know be like hey i'm playing i'm clearly playing favorites with you right now right. not like i'm secretly playing favorites yeah. with you. I'm outright saying you're my okay. favorite. Like she and you need to like do these it. things so that DVF can see you as this person and then putting her right in front of DVF's face to 
prove herself worthy. She gave Amanda really good advice. She said that you need to assert yourself a little bit more. I see you kind of withdrawing from that. Why is that? You know, Brittany and Kira are really aggressive and you need to, you know, match them. And then we actually see her put that into action. I don't know if it's in a good way or not. We can get into that later. Yeah, that was my other (laughs) thing. Because even when DVF told her before to be more assertive, she comes back and she goes from like zero to a thousand. But it's not in a good way. No, it's not. And it's too much too soon. And it's like, whoa, now you're coming. Now you seem like the bitch because you're just picking fights. You're picking on people on like their flaws instead of hey don't highlight their flaws highlight your like good the good things about you 100 percent. yeah i did not like that when the three of them were in that meeting with dvf at the end of the episode i felt like it was like a fight between like little kids and like in in front of their parent or something yeah it was so petty so petty and i mean it's embarrassing that you're sitting there in front of diane and you're telling her like Especially when she interrupted Kier and she's just like, well, like, I just want to know what you've done. Like, cause I feel like you have no experience. She talks like she's very condescending. And at least like Brittany and Kier, when they say something to her, they do it behind like closed doors and it's just to Amanda. It's not like in front of Diane or the team. But that question that DVF threw out there, I mean, <laughs> I mean it didn't have to come out. Yeah, they have to come out, but to a certain extent, because Brittany was able to answer the question without focusing on her other two people's flaws. Right. But highlighting her her time. Yeah, and I was very proud of you, (laughs) Britt, for not jumping in the middle of that fight. But, you know, I just felt like, okay, why you and not them? Well, here's why it's me. And I'm not going to specifically say names to the other people or, you know, specific reasons just to them why you should not pick them but I'm gonna show you all the reasons why you should pick me and I just felt like that was the better way to go instead of making it like I didn't hear her list a single reason why she should get the job it was only why they shouldn't get the job right totally I mean like she literally went as far as to say like she's scared of care when care gets hungry <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a funny line though well. yeah but like that's not necessary it's like, not necessary. in front of DVF yes and it has nothing to do with the job. At all. <laughs> I do wish that Kier handled it a little bit better, though, because I feel like she could have been more composed and been like Brittany and and just played it like, okay, Amanda, like, you know, just was more polite about it instead of kind of stooping down to Amanda's level. And she didn't, she did it a little bit. I mean, I guess it's hard to when you're being attacked like that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Amanda can, like, needs to, like, find something to do with her claws like it just needs to be <laughs> or she just needs way. you can be assertive but you don't have to be that she went over the top assertive so quick instead of just like okay i'm gonna when a situation actually arises i'll chime in and be more assertive in it yeah i think she took jessica's advice too much to heart yeah you know and she kind of lost herself in mm-hmm. it because i know she's i mean i like I don't know. I have a little bit more faith in her, and I feel like that's not really the real her. I think she's just like really getting into this competition, and then she just had this talk with Jessica, but Jessica about being more assertive. So she went out there and like overdid it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what she. I mean, she did it before too with like the styling, uh, with the styling competition with Lenore. I feel like she kind of like stepped in too far, and that was after the conversation with DVF about being assertive. Yeah, so, so again, it's. I think it's getting to her head. I think she did do a really great job, though, trying to sell the dress. 
yeah. when they were in the Nordstrom's pitch meeting, which I feel like the girls, not for nothing, have had such cool experiences. And I feel like they have really done a great job showing different aspects of like what a brand ambassador, ambassador would do. Or I'll like just be like the behind the scenes things. Like, yes, you go into Nordstrom's and you see a whole DVF section, but like, who chooses those clothes and like yeah. why and how did they get there? And for me, it was really cool. Yeah, I love that. I liked it a lot. And it was probably so nice for them to like see these dresses and the jumpsuit that was, you know, originally just a sketch, like alive on a model, like being sold. That's probably so exciting. Poor Abigail. I felt so bad for Abigail. That's her jumpsuit. And she wasn't even there to get to pitch it. I mean, I know they didn't end up choosing it, but I kind of agreed with, you know, what Nordstrom said for their buyer. The for their dress customer, is just, yeah. You know, the dress is just more practical for them. I think they should have at least gave Abigail a shout out in that episode. Yeah, like at least shout out. Like, you know what? Abigail's not here to do it herself, so I'm going to handle this for her because... Abigail did that design all on her own. Yeah, but not for nothing. Like, you can't give a girl a shout out like that. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like when you're going into a meeting like that, well, no, not in the oh, meeting, not in the meeting. Uh, like just like, in, in the, the episode. episode oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> this is for my girl Abigail Nordstrom. Nancy, what's up? <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if Care did that. <laughs> That would be so funny. Stephanie would not have been happy with her if she had done that. Not after that coaching session. Hi, Nancy from Nordstrom. <laughs> like, that's just... They're ridiculous. But I think overall it went well. It's too bad they couldn't have taken both of them. But you never know where the jumpsuit might end up. Yeah, it could be in a store with more stores than Nordstrom. I actually really would love both of those pieces. Me too. They're really cute. And I feel like the a lot of the wrap dresses are a little bit more of a conservative length. They're all a little bit longer, but that one seemed like a like such a nice flirty piece. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. And I don't remember back like was it Brittany who designed that or was it Amanda? The dress? Yeah, I think that was Brittany and Amanda yeah. together. So they were together, and then it was. But didn't all the girls originally start out on their own, and then they got grouped together? Not only Abigail did hers on her own. Remember, we were really confused about how the pairing of this went because it was randomly, oh. like, some people were paired together and some people weren't paired with anyone. Because it was Kier and Lenore, yes. I think, who were working on the piece and theirs didn't get selected. Oh, so Abigail's then, so didn't, then so then when the Lenore. two... It was like, okay, you guys are going to work with her now because these girls There's already have shuffling. theirs. Yeah. And so then it was Gina, Brittany, and Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was exciting. And then, like, it was kind of silly and, like, cute to see, like, Brittany run off and cry. And I just feel like she definitely seems a lot more humble in this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to, like, see her in that because she is was kind of looked at as, like, the bitch. But, like, this is so important to her. And it makes you want, it makes you want to want her to win. Does that even make sense? I've never not wanted her to win. Yes, Tiana. I've had moments, <laughs> I admit it, that I wanted her not to win. But this episode, I think she redeemed herself. Who do you, Okay, so then let's get into it because that was this episode pretty much, right? So who do you guys think? Like, what do you think is going to happen next week? What are your predictions? Who do you think is going to be the final? So, I guess there's not going to be a final two, right? No, because next week we're going to find out the winner. Yeah. 
So I think that Amanda has obviously Jessica rooting for her and Jessica has DVF's ear. I know DVF is eventually going to make her own decision, but I think that it's going to make the decision tougher. And I think Stephanie uh, has beef with, uh, well, actually, Jessica has beef with Brittany, Brittany. And I think Stephanie does too. So that's not really helping Brittany's cause. Um, so I think Amanda may skate by, in my opinion, and then it'll be between Kier and Brittany. I think for my top choice, are we doing that? Yeah. Okay. For my top choice, it'd be Brittany. Cause I think she just showcased throughout the entire season that she's capable of being the brand ambassador. And I think out of the three, yeah, she does have her, you know, moments, but I think this episode we saw her just really like take heed to everyone's, uh, criticisms and, uh, you know, make herself a better candidate. I agree. It's going to be Brittany. And I think that the things that Brittany, Brittany's faults are easier to fix and she's more willing to fix them as we saw tonight. She got a critique from DVF and she immediately started implicating that into her life as opposed to the other girls who, you know, they might have beef with Kier and, you know, there was talk about, you know, her, her mood swings and stuff like that. That kind of stuff is harder to change. A mood swing is harder to change yep. than mm-hmm. a bad attitude. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're going to be moody when you're hungry, <laughs> and she told DVF that, you know, she's stressed from being away from home. Yeah, and I wish all that she stuff, didn't say that. Which, I mean, that's your life as a brand ambassador. Which you're DVF never going to be home. Literally let her know. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I've said it from day one. Brittany's always been in my top three, and she's going to be the winner. Do you want to it's screwed up? I am, I want Brittany to win, too, and I think she will. But I almost don't want her to win just so you could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, that's so rude. I know, but... Christina's just mad because we're friends in real life, and I'm always right when I tell her something, so... Hmm. That's not true. Yeah. Tiana's always right. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> um, I, I agree. I think that Amanda's going to be... I mean... If it were up to me, I'd like want to see Brittany and Kier be in the top two. I think they both are the the strongest competitors, and I think they both really deserve it and could be great brand ambassadors. I'm very eager to see what's going to happen with the the runway show tomorrow or next week. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how like Amanda messes up and kind of. I'm curious to see how Jessica defends her. Mm, and what, this would be the second time that Amanda had a big screw up. That was something for Jessica that Jessica, she can't blink her eyes and not no, pay attention to it. This totally. Time. And I'm, what I'm really curious about is to see who Stephanie wants. Yeah. yeah. Cause the whole team is like undecided yeah. to, they're not even agreeing on just one clear winner either. So I just think that for me, the reason I really like Brittany, a lot of it is because I love her style. Me too. Yeah. I think Every she, episode, she's on point. Always, she's on point. always on point, and it's flawless. Cool. And I feel like since it is, I think they are doing this to attract a younger audience to the brand. I feel like Britney's style, like you, makes you want to wear DVF. She just pairs it like she she makes it look younger and cool and fresh. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. I said it last week on the show. Like any time the cameras are on her, she's put together. So she's polished, made up. She's polished. She's just everything that you want to be and I am someone who's never bought anything DVF because I've always thought like oh that's like old lady type of stuff but seeing it on her it's like oh wow like 
I could wear that, like, for a night out on the town or something. Mm -hmm. I did want to make a point. I remember one episode you were saying that um, Kier and Brittany were in on something together to really conspire to be the final two. And in this episode, we see them really bonding and I was just like, Tiana, Tiana's right. Tiana, what, what was that? Tiana's right. Oh my God. I didn't expect that to happen. Did you guys when there's that scene? Yeah, with I did not expect the them to be and they were talking about drinking Amanda. wine. And Actually, bed. I was thinking that too. Cause I was like, wait, didn't these girls hate each other? But then I couldn't remember. Did Kira have more beef with Abigail? Right? Not necessarily Brittany. Like, I mean, I feel like they both got like feisty with each other. But I believe Kier had more of an issue with Abigail. Kier had her big moments with oh, with Brittany with as Brittany well. Brittany too, yeah. Well, I don't know. It was cute to see them like braiding each other's hair and, and stuff. to hear <laughs> I, to hear Kier say like, "I would rather lose to you than to Amanda." Right. That that's coming from Kier of yeah, all people. Kier of all people. So, do you think Kier thinks that Brittany's going to win too? No, I think that Kier Kier's definitely still in it. And yeah. I think that if it comes down, you know, one of Britney's notes tonight was to fix her face. That's easy. Like, <laughs> smile more. Okay. Easy note. I'm going to smile more. You know, but. But Kier didn't have, like, any bad notes either. No, I don't know. Maybe Kier is going to win. I really don't know. I, I really don't know either. I just really want it to be Britney. I want it to be Britney. I don't know who I want. I don't. I feel like there's a song I could sing with those lyrics, but you I probably won't. shouldn't well. sing it. Okay, though. let's get into gossip. Do you guys have any news or gossip? After Buzz TV News. Okay, <laughs> Lenore's departure blog is up on Eve. You guys want to read it? Did you read it? I did. I kind of skimmed through it, but uh, you know, it's basically what we heard her say in this episode that she's so grateful for this experience and she's learned so much and. She's excited about this uh, home sales position with DVF. So did she get a position? I think they're talking about it. I don't know if it's completely locked in yet. I hope she does. She obviously could be a great salesperson. I thought she was, I thought DVF was going to give her a job in one of the stores. Oh my gosh, that's what I thought too. Are her and Tiffany going to be working in the same (laughs) store? Oh my gosh. That's what I thought she was going to say too. It's like, here's your consolation prize. You get a job in my store. (laughs) I, like, I wish they need to do something where they show us what's in the DVF bag. Yeah. Like, what do they get as a going away gift? Abigail opened hers on her, like, departure video and, the gift itself is her book wrapped up. In that big bag? There's gotta be more. <laughs> there's gotta be something there's else. More, I guess there's other things, but like she was like, I got this on the show and I haven't opened it and I wanna open it so, you know, everyone can see. And she unwrapped it and it was her book that signed um, from DVF with like a personal message in there to her. Wow. That bag's so big though. But I mean, it's not very full. But, it's a big bag, but it's also not very full. But sure. still, I feel like they, she needs to give them each like a DVF wardrobe. It would just maybe be there's smart. a gift card in there for like five thousand dollars. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> let us know if you're watching this and you know girls. Let us know. Um, I guess that's it, you guys. Yeah. I'm like so sad that next week is the finale. I am too. That flew by. I know eight episodes went by real quick. I know. But thanks, guys. Uh, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Teresa Jane. And I also host Stalkers After Show on Wednesday nights. 
And I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias. That's M-I-S-S-Z-I-A-S and at MissZias.com. And comment below our YouTube video and let us know who you think is going to be the winner. All right, guys. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 